0: So Seneca Village uh, has this great history that from 1825-ish until about 1855, it was in existence. Lots of families. There were children who lived there. Many of the people who lived there were um, laborers. That is, they had to do um, manual physical labor, or they drove carts around the city picking up garbage, hauling things. Some of the women were laundresses. They were cleaning uh, people's laundry for them. Some of the people were professionals who were teachers. There was a midwife in the community, so it seems that there was a lively and sort of a mixed um, community of folks. Uh, once the city, there there was some conflict in the eighteen in the eighteen fifties as to the development of a park. It seems that New York City needed to have a nice park for everyone to go to. There were lots of little squares that were scattered throughout the city from downtown the Battery near where the Staten Island Ferry is all the way up to 23rd Street. Some of the parks were gated communities. That means they were private and you had to have a key to get into them. Some of them were open, like Tompkins Square Park or Washington Square Park. But it wasn't enough for people to go outside and enjoy the um the The environment that was was available to them sometimes people would take long trips to the cemeteries. The cemeteries were really the most beautiful places, so you can imagine. Having picnics among the dead uh, every Sunday and playing on top of graveyards and calling that a a great time, but people did do that because the cemeteries were just so beautiful and nobody had seen parks that were landscaped like that. So as some of the uh, wealthy merchants in New York were really the um, catalyst behind moving this project this project along. And so they were able to travel to Europe and see all the beautiful gardens over there, and they wanted New York to rival those gardens. So there was an effort, a campaign to try to pitch, where is this big park going to be? There was a big battle. Some people wanted it on the east side. Some people wanted to expand Battery Park. And some people were looking at this great expanse between 59th and 106th Streets, between 5th and what was then 8th Avenue, because it wasn't Central Park West yet, because there was no Central Park. So it was 8th Avenue, and people were saying, you know, this area is just rocky and hilly and swampy, and there are 1,600 residents that live throughout this entire area And half those people, you know, all those people just don't belong there. It's an eyesore to New York. If we could clear this out, it would be so great. Plus, we already have the Croton, the receiving aqueduct there. We need to expand it because New York is just becoming overly populated. We can't get enough water to people, so we're going to open up the public works services. So if we're able to use that area, open it up, landscape it, and design it, wouldn't that be great? Well, of course, they didn't talk to the people who lived in the park to find out if, what their feelings were all about. So there is this battle that ensues for, takes place for about five years. Maybe Actually, it's a little bit longer than that. But ultimately, it is determined that this area is going to be taken away by eminent domain. And eminent domain means that the city has the right and the state have the right to take the land away because what's going to come in place is going to be much better much more beneficial to the broader public so more people can enjoy it as opposed to the people who are there so with that the um, decision came to raise destroy the community of Seneca Village and so the people were removed and they were removed without having necessarily having a place to move to Although the city had surveyors, these are people who go out and kind of determine how much property is is available, who lives on the land, and how much it's worth, these surveyors were telling people that your property is worth X amount of dollars, and that's what you're going to get, and you're going to have to go. And the people in Seneca Village were very upset, not just in Seneca Village, but Seneca Village was the most significant community in that space, and it had been there for generations that um, the, uh, the um, city said you have to take it or leave it. And so there was a little bit of a tussle, a fight. People were fighting it in court. Uh, the members of Seneca Village, many of whom were illiterate and could not read and write, but they knew well enough to get a lawyer, get some representation. They actually wrote affidavits. They filed with the state Supreme Court to say, this isn't fair. My property is worth so much more than what you want to give me. And you can see these records down in the uh, Bureau of Old Records in New York City. And there are just loads of these that you can go through. And it wasn't just the people in this central area that were going to be um, responsible for building the park because you have to tax, raise taxes in order for the park to be built. So people who lived... South at the southern tip of the island, all the way up to 120th Street from the east to the west side were all, if you were a property owner, you were going to be taxed for this. Not everybody was happy about that because they didn't think that there wasn't the C train or the A train for people to just hop on and get up to the park. It took a lot to get up to the park. So eventually the uh, city won. And uh, as we know, the beautiful Central Park is there today. We all probably uh, partake in it and can't imagine the city without it. However, the people left